Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 104 of the podcast. And thank you. Welcome and thank you. It's me. You're you. We're here. Who am I? Uh, you know that. It's me, Jake. Uh, and this is the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. So you knew, you know. Now, even if you didn't know, now you know all of those things. This week on the podcast, I think it's just you and I, or you and me. I can never remember exactly which way you're supposed to say that. Um, anyway, it's us. We are together this week again. It's us. I don't have a guest. I don't have a guest besides me. And that is because Nigel, who was on deck to be the guest, it was busy. He had other things to do, if you can believe it. But before we get into me talking to you about this week's show and topics, which I have, um, let me say where I'm going. Let me say, let's, when can we be together is probably what you've been wondering since last week. And maybe you weren't paying attention last week because this week the plugs are this, I'm the sponsor of the show. And so the way that you can help me is to come to see my live show. And in return for buying a ticket to that show, I will actually do a show and we will have a good time. You will laugh. And then uh, we can actually shake hands and talk a little bit afterwards. Uh, You know, I'm up for a hug, nothing creepy. Uh, July 9th, I'm going to be in Port Angeles, Washington at the Next Door Gastro Pub. I don't, I, I'm assuming that that is not exactly a nightclub, but I think it's going to be a good time. And, uh, even if it doesn't seem like a good time, we're going to make it a good time. That's July 9th, Port Angeles, Washington. And then 10, 11, 12 of July, I'm going to be in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club. I don't know how they think of the names for these places. And Washington, D.C., I'm going to be at the D.C. Improv, August 7 through 10, dcimprov.com. You, you, that's a great uh, club. And then I'm going to Indianapolis. If you have been to Morty's, you you know what it's like, but that's where I'm going to be at Morty's in Indianapolis, August 21 through 23. I hope to see my friend Ms. Pat while I'm in Indianapolis. Shout out to Ms. Pat. Um, September 2 through 4, I'm going to be back in Cleveland, or September, not 2 through 4. I was wrong about that. I take that back. September 4 through 6, I'm going to be at Hilarities at Cleveland, Ohio. Um, back to where I take my special. If you're curious about any of these things, you can find them all on my website, jakethis.com. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at jakethis, blah, blah. You know all that, unless you're a new listener, in which case, hello. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I taped a special at Hilarities. I'm still waiting to release that special because I've got several important people that I'm waiting to call me back. I could, I could have already put it out. Let's face it. I've already talked to the guy who makes the little plastic discs, and he is prepared to start squeezing them together and making pictures and sound on them. And then I'll have little plastic discs of the special. But before then, I thought I would put it out on the Internet, the prestigious Internet. You know, every it's not not just everyone is allowed on the Internet. OK, I take it back. Everyone is allowed on the Internet. Um, every Human beings. It's only human beings now. Well, corporations also. But uh, that's where I'm going to release the special as soon as the important people call me back to help me. 
Anyway, that's not something that you need to worry about. How was your 4th of July? I had a pretty good 4th of July. We had the big 4th of July parade here in Santa Monica, California, where I live. And the parade, it's, you know, we're connected to Los Angeles, Santa Monica. We're connected. You can walk across a street from there to here or vice versa. I believe it is vice versa and not vice a versa. But either, either way is acceptable in my eyes. So live it up. You and I, me, pronouncers out there. I went to the 4th of July parade in Santa Monica where my daughter was in a float. <laughs> they all dressed up like Star Wars for the uh, George Washington crossing the Delaware boat. I, I don't, I, I do, I guess I get the idea of George Washington doing anything in the 4th of July. Great idea. He was part of that whole Revolutionary War thing. And when you think about it, the Star Wars were rebelling against uh, the evil empire. I don't know that the King of England and Darth Vader, although let's not forget, Darth Vader was not technically the guy in charge of the evil empire. But look, I've only recently gotten those stories straight in my mind. And I, and I don't feel like I'm good enough in, to talk about Star Wars on the Internet, the prestigious Internet, because I'm not sure that I understand it at the deep, deep level that I know that you must, a person who knows how to download a podcast. But uh, my daughter was uh, Princess Leia on <laughs> on the George Washington crossing the Delaware boat float pulled by a tractor in the 4th of July parade in sunny Santa Monica, where it was hot. In keeping with the tradition of 4th of July from my childhood... Childhoods? No. The 4ths of Julys of my childhood. I only had one childhood, but there were many 4th of Julys, and they were almost all hot, really hot. It was hot. It was hot here. And I don't know how she kept that weird bun wig on during the parade. But uh, she looked great. And then we dropped her off. My wife and I dropped her off to go to summer camp on Sunday. So now it's like it's like my wife and I, we don't have to hire a babysitter. We can do whatever we want now because our daughter's away camping in the woods. And we're at home watching Friday Night Lights in our underpants on the bed. That's how we spent almost all day yesterday. And it was it was great. Yesterday was actually not yesterday to you, but it was yesterday to me. Just for the sake of argument, that's how we spent yesterday. That's how that's how it wouldn't be nice to spend all of our yesterdays naked on the bed watching a sweet TV show about high school students who are in love playing football and getting their feelings hurt. Maybe, maybe not. But I do know that it. Uh, it's romantic when you're an older person to be with another older person in their underwear. I mean, not I'm not I'm not elderly. I don't want to. Please don't picture. Oh man, that is just pathetic to <laughs> to picture an old couple watching young high school people in love on TV. Oh, don't picture that. Picture us as uh, we're we're in pretty good shape. I don't even want to say for our age. I say for, I'd say for any age. Certainly, you could tell the difference between us naked and these um, high school TV kids. High school TV, let's face it, is also very different high school from high school high school because people in high school on TV are 25 years old. People who are actually in high school are 15 to 18 years of age, and so those those are different. There's quite a lot of drug taking and sex and alcohol drinking going on in this 
particular TV version of high school that, uh, I mean, I remember some of that in my high school, not the sex part. For me, anyway, I guess some people were having sex in high school, but I, I waited. I was busy doing other things in high school. Uh, I was watching the Star Wars movies, but not over and over. So I can't really say that that was a replacement for sex, but uh, I wasn't having sex in high school. I feel like I can share that with you, internet listener, um, <laughs> psychological talking helper. So... That's how we spent yesterday. Today, I've been out. So been out. I've been to the bank. You know, the day after the 4th of July weekend is not the greatest day to go to the bank and the post office, but that's what I did because I'm getting ready for my exciting trip to Port Angeles and Tacoma. So if I didn't go to the bank and the post office today, I wasn't going. So I had to go the day after those holidays. And it was nice. I've complained about the bank line before, but I have to say the bank line today, you know, they just need a few more tellers or they need to, there needs to be some way that you don't have to, like, all I want to do is make a deposit. And I know I could go to the little computer machine, but I want to hand it to a person. And I know that makes me old. I know that young people want to hand things to a machine, but I want to hand things to, I want to hand valuable things to a person and then have them hand me back a piece of paper. And I know that I've got to get over that, and I've got to get used to handing valuable things to a machine and letting the machine hand me back a piece of paper. But there's just something about it that feels not right. It feels like if anything goes wrong later, what am I going to say? Will I put it in that slot, and how, how can I, with a straight face, answer the question, what were you thinking, dumbass, when you put that money into a slot? I won't be able to answer. I'll be, I'll be able to say, I'll have to say, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, hey, my wife is here. Hang on. Well, technically it was not my wife. I thought it was my wife. That was, that was wishful thinking on my part. It was actually the UPS man. <laughs> he doesn't look anything like my wife, but he is nice. And he seems to know me because I order a lot of things that get delivered by UPS. Well, not a lot of things, but I, I ordered enough things that that guy knows me. And we've had conversations about when his vacation is going to be and about how the other guy is not going to know how to open the gate to our yard. Yeah, it's it's both uh, great and slightly disturbing to realize that you have a relationship with the UPS man. Great, because it's nice to know that you have a relationship with people besides members of your immediate family that are out in the world doing things. But on the other hand, it's a relationship that's based on the fact that I'm buying things on the Internet. And do I need these things? I don't know. This, for example, is a speaker that I think I'm going to be using <laughs> in tiny live shows or little karaoke parties at the house. But you didn't need to know all of that about my life. I can't even remember what I was talking about uh, before this, but I think it may have had something to do with putting money into a slot at the bank. Anyway, I don't do that. I wait in line, and oftentimes you're in line behind a string of people who are taking a super long time, and then there's another string of people who are, would take a short time, but there's no way, there's no short, I just want to hand this to a person line, you know, boom, boom, in and out. There's not a way to do that at the bank. Anyway, you think I've got problems. You think you've got problems. Manhattan Beach, which is just, sh just south of sunny Santa Monica, but it's its own city. Don't get me wrong. They have their own Fourth of July parade where people are dressed up as God knows what they dressed up as for the Fourth uh, of July Wizard of Oz. Maybe that's that'd be an old timey thing. Maybe they dressed up like the Transformers. Is that out now? Is there another Transformer? Jesus, how many Transformer movies do they need to make? Really, when you think about it, 
I think they've made too many. I tried to watch the first one. I couldn't get through it. Pacific Rim, I watched. I got all the way through it. And then I kind of afterwards, I almost wished that I hadn't watched it. Because, well, it wasn't my... It wasn't my cup of tea. Let's just suffice it to say that. Don't don't get me wrong on that either, though. I would love a giant robot suit that I could put on and then go wading out into the ocean to fight monsters that are coming through a earthquake-originated dimensional crack to to, to destroy us here on Earth. I, 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 well, I don't know if I would like to fight that. I think I'd like to just put on the giant robot suit and goof around. I don't think I'd want to f- be fighting a life-and-death battle where the whole fate of the planet was at stake. I don't think that is what I'd like. I mean, I take that back. And how selfish would it be if that is what I meant, that I wanted... I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk all of your lives just so I could have a few thrills in a big robot suit. That's not who I am. I don't even know why I said that. That could have been a Freudian slip. I mean, but I, but I don't I don't think what would that mean? I, I'm not that kind of a selfish person. I think I was just saying it because I thought it made me sound cool. I think I think I was saying it because I thought that's what you wanted to do. I thought, well, of course we all want to fight in a giant robot suit against a monster from another dimension who's going to destroy the earth. Because I think that's maybe why the people who made that movie made that movie, because they think that that's what everybody wants to do. And I think it's a thing that everybody would like to pretend that that's what they want to do. But man, when it's enlistment day, when it's sign up to put on the big giant robot suit and fight the monster from another dimension to save the planet, I guess it takes a special kind of fella. to sign up for that duty and they cover that in the movie i take it back maybe it's a better movie than i thought maybe i need to give pacific rim a second chance but boy who has the time i've got so many episodes of friday night lights to get through and i think the thing about friday night lights is when you watch that it it kind of it makes you watch it with your wife and it makes her she's interested it makes her frisky a little bit. I don't want to tell stories out of school, but uh, I think the young young people in love is something that ladies like. So if you have a lady that you're trying to get in the mood, that's a possible good show. Good luck if you think you can get a lady in the mood watching Pacific Rim. Because I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Now I could be wrong, and maybe and maybe that's the kind of woman I wish I was with. Maybe there's my Freudian thing. Is I wish I could. I wish I had a lady who I could. I don't even think that movie did not make me horny. That would be a real problem if you're watching Pacific Rim and these. And I hope I'm calling this movie the right thing, but I'm, I think I'm right. They're, you're watching young guys put on handsome robot suits to fight these monsters and it's making your girlfriend horny are you horny then too from that i don't it doesn't make me horny that's that would be that would be a sign that maybe you were into dudes i think if it made you horny watching that movie but a sexually um excited lady makes me excited that's that's what I'm talking about. So in that sense, maybe this would be maybe Pacific. Maybe that is a great girlfriend. But but then also what a hassle. You know, you one minute you're watching an action movie and you're having a great time. And it's like, hey, why don't we pause this and have sex? Now, I know maybe to younger people out there, that sounds like a dream come true. But to me, I'm, I'm not so much of a multitasker anymore or, or a, I like pause and then do that and then come back to do the other thing. I'm old fashioned. I like to hand my valuables to a person and get a piece of paper. And I like to watch an action movie and then have sex afterwards, not have sex in the middle of the action movie. The problem is, if you like to do that, you either have to find a special kind of a lady 
or you have to go watch an action movie with your buddies and then have you have a lady who's willing to you're not there and then you come back and now she's excited to see you when i think you're dreaming but but maybe you're going to get that anyway you think you've got problems manhattan beach that's how i got started on this whole thing manhattan beach speaking of monsters a guy got bit by a shark in manhattan beach this week shark attack bit him right in the torso he was out swimming he wasn't surfing for once he wasn't even wearing a wetsuit he was out in his trunks with his swimming friend partners and they were out not not but when i say partner i mean i mean not it's not a sexual thing i think a lot of times, well, of course, my wife is from New Zealand, and so that word partner, people call you, they, oh, it's my partner, because there's a lot of people down there that don't get married with their partners. They, so it would be like their girlfriend, but they don't want to say girlfriend because they're together forever, or, or, or boyfriend. They don't want to say that, so they, they call each other partners. And then here in America, I think partner is more of a, you're in a non-traditional, well, it's a non-traditional relationship, let's just say that. Anyway, so he's out with his partners, but they're just swimming partners. They're not roommates or sex partners or anything or who knows i don't really know that does not say that is not in the story as i that's (laughs) my daughter takes these little reading tests and at the end to see if you understood the story they ask little questions and you know and there'll be some statement like uh, all houses are built out of wood and then you know of course we all know that that's not the case but if Sometimes the right answer is this does not say. The story does not say that. So it did not say in the story whether the people that this guy was swimming with were his roommates or his sex partners or anything. They're just people who he he likes to go swimming with. And this shark, they said a 10-foot great white shark kind of latches on to his kind of ribcage area. And uh, he pushes its nose up with his hand. He kind of just pushes up on the nose, and the shark let go. It didn't didn't bite. It kind of broke the skin and got into the fatty layer, he said. But it didn't crack any bones. And it didn't get into his organs. He was lucky, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think not many people get to walk away from a bite of a 10-foot great white shark like that. But uh, holy cow. They say the shark was not really even... uh, It wasn't uh, just a shark out of nowhere attacks a guy. This shark, particular shark, was hooked by a fisherman on the pier. And the shark threw the hook, spit the hook, and then was just pissed off and bit this guy because he happened to be handy. And who hasn't been there? Who hasn't been there? You know, you've got a hook in your mouth. You're trying to get that thing out, and finally you throw it, and it's you feel you're glad. You're glad because you're not you don't have that hook in your mouth anymore. You're not going to get dragged into somebody's boat, some alien abduction kind of scenario where they where they've grappling hooked you in the mouth when you're out for your nighttime jog, and uh, you finally spit the hook out. But you're just so mad. Like how dare th- I'm just trying to go out and get a little exercise at nighttime, and these effing aliens have hooked me in the mouth with their... What kind of technology is that either? Also, you come here all the way from another planet, you don't have some kind of tractor beam or or or, uh, or a net or uh, some kind of freeze ray or th- something that m- makes me just go to sleep and then I wake up on the thing? you got to actually hook me in the mouth? That's, that's, that's where the anger comes from. When you spit that thing out, you're like WT fuck, right? If I may. And then you're mad and the next thing you know, there's a little a squirrel or something nearby and you just bite it because you're just so mad at these anyway that's what this shark did to this guy just bit him and he was able to push up on its nose and he got it to let it let go and uh, i watched him being interviewed on uh, the the internet 
<laughs> the prestigious Internet. So you know this story has got to be true. I had heard about it on the radio before I looked it up on the Internet. That's how. And now you're hearing it here. And now you can go look it up on the Internet and probably hear the radio thing. Or maybe maybe, you, maybe this is enough for you. Trust me, when you read about it, I don't think it's going to be quite as good as me telling you about it. Anyway, I got, I got bit by a shark. Ter- oh, here is my wife. Honey, come on in. You want to be on the podcast for a minute? I need technical support. I've just, well, come in and tell me that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we've just been talking about, uh, I was just talking about the shark attack. Did you hear about the shark attack in Manhattan Beach? Oh, really? Come come over here. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, it was a guy, he was, I've already told the story, so I'm going to sum it up. Was he but... being a douchebag or was he just, <laughs> did he deserve it? Yeah. That sounds like. Was he dressed provocatively? Is... Fuck. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical guy. He was asking for it. Yeah, he, he was, was just uh, yeah. hanging his meat yeah. out there in front of that shark, saying, "Leck, I bet you'd like a big bite of this sweet, tasty flesh." No, he was swimming with his friends, and the shark—he was near the pier, and the shark was mad because it had spit out a hook. Somebody was fishing, and they had caught this ten-foot great white shark. It spit mm. the hook, and it was just so pissed off that the guy was there, just went bit into him, and he pushed back its nose and got it off him. But it didn't get into his meat; it just kind of tore open his skin, and his hand was kind of cut up from the from pushing. He won't be swimming in the ocean for a while. That's what he said. You know, it's funny. You knew that without even hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so smart. Yeah, I worked that one out. Yeah. He's going to be a little freaky cat when it comes to the ocean now. Well, and who, who could blame him? I mean, I mean, I sound like I'm being mean, but who could blame him? No. I don't want a great white to come up and try and take a bite out of me. No, I wouldn't be calling a guy who would survive a shark attack a pussy. No, he pushed it away. I mean, man, that's that's some balls. Well, uh, I don't know what else you do. You do either that, it's either that or lie back and enjoy it, if you want to keep that metaphor going. I mean, I don't think you do that. I think you push back on the shark. You want to poke You've him in the eye. You've got to be some kind of a masochist just to be having a shark attack and go, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to lie back and well, enjoy it. Well, not enjoy it, but you might, you might just give up. Right? Yeah. You might give up. Yeah. I don't know, man. Seeing Jaws when I was a kid, that really messed me up. You know, uh, I have to say, say I'm still on that too, and that was a terrible robot shark. If you go back, and I watch know when that you movie, see that shark now, that shark is pathetic. But I mean, I couldn't swim in a pool at night without being freaked out after seeing Jaws. Yeah, I was the so, same. So you know, yeah. But this is just right down the road from our house. That's you could. Yeah, well, I was I was in the water this morning. <laughs> I know, but we could be in the water where this guy got bit. It'd be a forty-minute drive from here. Yeah. In, in Should we traffic. go down there and try our luck? See what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'll it's supposed to be a great. It's supposed to be a great month for Leos. I don't think we're going to get hit. A I mother, think, great mother. For month, a month, a great month for Leos. I don't think we're going to get hit by you know. By well, this shark. is our month, right? I mean, are we? Yeah, Leos, we're supposed to be. It starts yeah. the end of July, doesn't it? I don't know. It's supposed to be now. This is our yeah. time. We're coming into our time. Can yeah, you feel it? fellow Leos, anything apparently that you undertake or start now, it's going to just manifest itself in its full glory, if you believe in that nonsense. So, Which we don't. We no, we it. don't. But but I'd, I'd like to believe right now. I wish I already believed in it. That anything I did now was going to turn to gold. In fact, if I just reached over and touched your nose right now, it would turn to Well, no, I prefer you not to have oh, a Oh, what gold if I had nose. a gold nose? That would be terrible. It That'd would... be like the Kingslayer, only I'd have a gold nose. Yeah, I know. I'm not very keen Game on everyone who has a whole lot of gold teeth in the front. I like my gold one in the back, but I don't want to have a... What do you call them when you have a, you know... Grill. A grill. Yeah. I don't yeah. Need, yeah, if you get a gold grill, that could really change our marriage in a in a bad way. You wouldn't like it if It'd I came back? It would be deleterious for our marriage if you did that. I never know of deleterious... 
I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, it means... Detrimental, I think. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. it mean detrimental? Yeah, yeah, you could use the either word, okay. detrimental. Talk a, a little... Deleterious effect. Talk a little emotion. bit about Friday Night Lights. Oh, my God! Friday Night Lights! Oh, well, you know, here's the thing. I've lived in America a long time. Football, I just, you know, I'm a rugby person. I mean, I, I'm from New Zealand, so the All Blacks is, you know, that's our big thing. You know, the Pavlova. I mean, the All Blacks is way bigger than the Pavlova. The All Blacks is. Fuck the Australia! You can have the Pavlova. We've got the All Blacks. We don't. We don't okay, need well, the Pav. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just assume that all of the listeners are Australians and Kiwis. It's a it's a it's a meringue dessert. What I'm saying is, when you have the All Blacks, you don't need a meringue dessert. We've got the fucking All Blacks. They're and the All Blacks are a rugby team. I'm wearing my All Blacks T-shirt today. Yeah, yeah. And when I was at the bank, the teller was an African-American person. When she was done with my deposit, she kind of looked at the front of the shirt just says all blacks with a fern on it. She kind of looked at it like, what the, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, white guy, honky. What are you wearing yeah. the all blacks for? But I didn't, she didn't say anything, so I didn't explain it to her. Yeah. But, uh... So anyway, so what happened was everyone's been going on about Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights, so we start watching it. And I mean, it's so much more than football. But I did turn around to you yesterday and say, ooh, it's quite um, uh, strategic, isn't it? Because when you just watch American football, when you're used to watching rugby, which has way more flow and there's not all the stop and start and, you know, bouncing up and down in those sort of ridiculous outfits, you know. I mean, rugby players, there's no protection. They're out in their underpants and a T-shirt. Yeah, basically. they're practically, yeah. And, yes, and they have a, now they wear a leather helmet around their heads. Because Some of them, not all of them. Well, the guys who are in the scrum, you know, with their heads down between the other guys' thighs, it's quite homoerotic. You have to wear these helmets if you don't want to get cauliflower ears, which are really unattractive ears that look like cauliflowers after you've been playing rugby for a while. Boy, there's a lot. This this podcast is full of information. Shocker. Well, the other day, you know, I went online, and the first story was about some kid who was in an induced coma from a rugby injury. It's... Like it's like American football. It's so hard on your body. Anyway, you've kind of got a deeper understanding or an appreciation of American football now from watching this show because yeah. it spells out some of the drama of the actual game. But it's the match at that really, you know, that's the thing. You know, it's the, it's the human drama of it, and it's right. you know. And talk about young people in love and how that makes you feel when you're lying next to me in your underpants. <laughs> and- <laughs> Oh man! Um, <laughs> I feel well, like it's. I was just kind of. I feel like it's a little bit of an aphrodisiac. Yeah, yeah, and it's also you know. Thank God you're not 16 anymore, and you know, trying to. I mean, you know, the proposal between you know Lila Garrity and you know Jason Street. I mean, I their names. I think you're supposed to say spoiler alert, but that show has been off the air for a few years. Oh yeah, we're way behind. I yeah, mean, this come is on, the you, first season of a five-year run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we're we're just starting. Yeah, yeah. The but Game of Thrones. Game. We're right up there with Game of Thrones. We know exactly what's happening with Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's out. You know. But I'm not going to watch that, The Leftovers. That just does not appeal to me We at started all. watching The Leftovers yesterday in between episodes of Friday Night Lights. And you know what? We just weren't having it. Who wants to deal with the rapture when, when you go back to high school and watch those people try and, and get each other? And watch hot other's... young football players and their cheerleader girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty great. With your, hus- with your you know, significant other. It was a nice day. Oh, we had, yeah, we did have a good day. Um, so I suppose I'm going to have to get my technical support later because you're in the middle of a party. I can so pause that. Really... I can pause this and go help you, but just briefly. No, I shouldn't really. Yeah, we'll ask talk... me a question. You want to, what, do you, what do you want to ask? What, what do you want me to? Come on, ask me something. I love that you, you're saying that as if this is my chance, ladies and gentlemen. I don't ever. I'm not. I'm usually not allowed to ask her any questions. 
<laughs> yeah, we're on a strict once a week with the questions. But now I can ask you any question. No. <laughs> Definitely not any question. Um, well, what's your, what's your big environmental concern of the day? Do you have an environmental concern? Or uh, like to get on well, your- you know, I have to say Southeast Asia is really on my radar right now because, you know, the tropics are really going to eat it with global climate change because it's already really hot there, so species can't tolerate much more heat. They have a very sort of limited range, and it's going to get hotter and wetter. So that's bad. But the problem is, is there's tons of biodiversity there. So I'm reading this research paper right now about the Coral Triangle. No one ever goes to the Coral Triangle because they want to go to the Great Barrier Reef or they want to go somewhere where the people speak English and they can dive and look at the Coral Reef and it's great. But the Coral the Triangle... The Great Barrier Reef is in Australia. Australia, Australia yes. Yeah. So you can go down there. But they have saltwater crocodiles and great white sharks there. What, what about the Coral Triangle? Where's that? The Coral Triangle is the Philippines, Indonesia. It's sort of the upper, sort of northern um, Australia. North of Australia. Yeah, north of Australia. Part of it sort of, you know, comes down to Australia. But it's really Indonesia and the Philippines. It's incre- it's the mo- It has the most marine biodiversity in the world. So there's that going on. And then... What's in- going on? Well, it's this incredible coral triangle, This the biggest biodiversity... I know, yeah, so it's going yes. on, it's there. It's there, <laughs> yeah, it's going on there. But the thing it's about... It's going it, off in the coral triangle. No, 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 it's not being protected as much as it should be or studied as much as it should be. And the problem is, is once you get into sort of international waters to sort of get the kind of protection that you need, it, it needs to be protected because it's really important biodiversity-wise, as are the forests in Southeast Asia, in Malaysia, but particularly in Indonesia, which has, you know, a third of the remaining tropical rainforest, that is being mown down right now. To plant palm oil, right? Yeah, palm Palm. oil and, you know, to log it. Well, palm oil, and everyone always thinks it's, you know, biodiesel, which is one of the big things. It is biodiesel for the European Union, but it's also because as India and China get richer, they want vegetable oil, and palm oil is the cheapest to produce. So they're burning virgin rainforest to make biodiesel, which doesn't make sense because it takes 840 years of driving, of using that biodiesel. You may as well have been using frigging, you know, the dirtiest coal, you know, tar sands from Alberta, which I'm really against those. But burning down tropical rainforest to make palm oil, not a good idea as far as lowering your carbon footprint. It does not lower it. In fact, raises it. But so the tropical rainforest is being decimated, and then and this coral triangle really needs to be taken care of. This is where we we sh- we need to help the tropics. We need to help them maintain their biodiversity. People don't realize that without biodiversity, we don't have you know life as we know it. We need it's, it can't just be about us. We're, made, we're trying to act as if it's just about us. We're not a single needs. species that everything yeah. else is just a support system for us. Like all the little fish, you know, they're not... Well, we're going to wind up, it's just going to be us eating each other. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, I... Yeah, operating good luck. on boiling... Yeah, and the great white sharks eating us. It'll be, you know, we Just eat us each other. and great white sharks. That'll be the whole biodiversity yeah, of the planet. Yeah, and big, enormous jellyfish the size of, of washing machines in the ocean. I read this thing once about the ocean when it said one day we'll be saying to our kids, once we've fished out all the fish, we'll be saying to our children, eat your jellyfish. Mm, peanut butter and jellyfish sandwich. Yeah. How's oh, that sound? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm not here for that. Oh, uh, I was listening to it. So, so that's, my, that's, my, that's my environmental concern is Southeast Asia, and I'm going to be doing something about that, everybody. I'd like to tell you a freaky story about human beings now, if I could. I'm all ears. 
Um, I was listening to another. I can't remember if this was on. You know, everybody, every people who listen know that I really enjoy Joe Rogan's podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. But it may have been on his podcast, or I think it was Ari Shafir, who's on my podcast network, the Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank. I think Joe and Ari were talking about because Ari had been to China, where I have been also, and they were talking about street food in China. I think it was them. I can't remember. Anyway, those are two great podcasts. But um, they were talking about the street oil, cooking oil of street food in China. Like when you go, when you're on the street and you see them deep frying something on the side of the road, and you go, "Oh, that looks good." I'm going to have one of those pot stickers. The way that they that that people have been getting that oil, and and this is widespread in China. It's caused a ton of scandal and sickness. Sickness. They'll get raw sewage. And boil it down till all the water till the water is off, and just they skim the oil off of the top of the raw sewage, and that's what they're deep frying food in. Oh my god! Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, and wow. that's what we're doing. That's what people are doing to other people. People are doing that to other people. There's someone who's boiling that oil down and then selling it to someone else who's going to make it into food to feed to another person. Like how? What we can't be. This is not how we're supposed to be treating each other, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to get all Jesusy on you, but if you think you should be boiling down poop to make oil to sell to someone else to be able to cook snacks, that's not right. I gotta blow. I gotta throw a flag on that. That's a red card. That's not a just to keep it World Cuppy right now. That's not a. That's not a yellow card. That's a red card. Yeah, that's a, that's terrible. I mean, that's sort of, you know, yes, one of the infractions that's going on in the world right now, people doing to other people. It's crazy out there, man. It's crazy. It makes you just want to stay home and watch Friday Night Lights with your husband in <laughs> bed in your underpants. Yeah, that's what we all should be doing, everybody. Well, that's what we're going to do later today, right? Yeah, eat some grass or something. Get back on the good foot. What's for dinner? Are we going to get some street food? <laughs> yeah, we're flying to China. But... No, I'm fancying some great white shark. Some people love to eat shark, but I never liked that with my fish and chips, from the fish and chips. I just like it from a who's top of the food chain now kind of standpoint. The sharks right? have been around for 400 million years. They're at the top of their evolutionary game. They were here when the dinosaurs were here, and we are taking them out. But they, they're, sharks are unbelievable, and we should not get rid of them. We should not be thinning them. We should not be eating them. No. Sorry, people. I know I'm a, such a downer when I get on my environmental stuff. But you know, it's funny. The sharks are, ama- sharks are amazing. A lot, of our list, a lot of our listeners are people who are f- those fishermen who make that shark fin soup. Well, there's a lot of guys... I know you're out on your shark boat right now. Don't let my wife bum you out when you're catching the sharks and just cutting their fins off to make into soup. I know that's a job, and it's, oh, come on, who are we kidding? Those guys are not listening. They're a bunch of assholes, and they need to cut it out. Well, they're not. I mean, they're just people who need a job. But, yeah, shark finning is horrible, and, you know, we've got to take, you know, the sharks are a vital part of the ocean ecosystem, and, you know, we all, we all need each other. Sorry. <laughs> no, Sorry. That, just not that just was Jesus E, wasn't it? But if you're a shark and you bite into me while I'm swimming, fuck you. I'm going to kill you and cut your fin off. Just well, to- no, good for But the thing is, I mean, I'm so, sort of so impressed that the guy had the presence of mind to push his head away because a 10 foot shark coming at you. I no, mean, it's I would- got a hold of him. It's, it's oh, like, God. It's yeah, no, that's, that's some scary shit. Yeah. I was on my surfboard today and I, and I kicked out my foot and I. T- my f- foot touched my fin, and I thought I was touching a head bobbing in the water. I went, <gasps> you know, and I was like, oh, just the fin of my board. So I can't. Even- it's if a I- nice, it's a nice beach here in the Santa Monica Venice area where you're you're out for a little swim, and you think, oh, did my foot touch a head? You you didn't need a human head, did you? 
Well, no, that's what it sort of felt like. The other day, there was all this, there was all this weed out in the water, and when you stood on it, you know, seaweed. I mean, part of the ecosystem, but it just feels freaky sometimes, you know, when you're in the, you know. And I'm not. I love the ocean. I'm, I'm all for it, but. You know, you're I mean, on the ocean side. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm on the ocean side. Yeah, if it comes down to us and them, I'm, I'm with them. I'm with the ocean. Good luck out there in that salt water. Yeah, I'm going to be riding a great white, coming in and saying, "Okay, people." Oh, uh, what if, what if it turned out that I was married to the, to the, un, you know, like something happened and all at once you were crowned the queen of the sharks and we had to move to the bottom of the ocean to this underwater city. And you had to wear a pair of fish underpants like Poseidon. Yeah, there's yeah. there's my sitcom. I'm a fish out of water, but I'm actually in the water. I'm married to you and we live at the bottom of the ocean. We're the only people, the other... Oh, it's like Ponyo where the guy has to get the... You know, he goes to live under the ocean, but he has to get an air bubble around his head so he can breathe. Yeah, I would have to get the air bubble, but you probably and then our daughter would have that genetically... Yeah embedded in you queen of the sharks i mean i more feel like i could you know i could really sort of accept queen of the dolphins but if it, if it has to be the sharks if they need me you know yeah reality's a bitch Those <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you don't sharks. get to pick who you're queen of <laughs> yeah they just you know put a crown on your head and you know call it a life that's it yeah so what's the tech support thing that you need help with? And then oh, it's a gravitar thing for a website that I gravitar. You know. Well, that sounds yeah, and I need help soon. Well, okay, I'm going to pause. I'll be back uh, to explain to people sorry, listening. Sorry to take him away, everybody. Sorry, no, but he'll be only, back. It'll only feel like a second to you. Yeah, it'll just be a boop, and then he'll be boop back. I'll be right back, and I'll explain to you <laughs> either what a moron I am or what a moron my wife is. Yeah. So it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> You know, it's just a classic boy meets girl. I, um... Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? In this modern world of ours, uh, it can turn out that uh, no one's a moron. Or everyone's a moron. And I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that my wife is not a moron, and I'm pretty sure that I'm not a moron. But uh, it was some. It was a thing. She's got this website on WordPress with some of her environmental stuff on it, and uh, she was setting up a thing that would put her Twitter feed on her website and she just wanted to know if it was okay to approve, to authorize that thing to do that. And so that part was simple. But then there was another aspect of it where she said she wanted a widget, but what she wanted wasn't really a widget. So then there was a conversation where I was trying to explain to her what a widget was by going to my website, checkthis.com, and looking at how my Twitter feed is displayed on my website and how you can buy my CDs and uh, DVD on the website and how that is a widget from another website that they generate some HTML code. And believe me, once you get that deep in, you you start to wish that you were being bit by a shark because then at least you would instinctively know what to do, which is push up on its nose or poke it in its eye or squirm around to get away. And I feel like that happened somewhere during my tech support session just now with my wife. She began to squirm around and try and get away. And, you know, there was anger, there was denial, uh, there was bargaining. Um, We didn't quite get to acceptance, but uh, I think I helped her. (laughs) You know, it was one of those things where the thing that she has to do, she doesn't want to do because it's a lot of work because she but but I hopefully the tech support from the actual finally it was like look you need to have a real expert you can't just have dumbass me come in I can't solve this you this is a job 
for Superman helper from another country. You, you need to get um, you need to get a guy in a time zone where it's nighttime to get on his headset with you and to talk this out. And all I can say, if you've ever been in that situation, is good luck. Hats off. I'm going to bed. Um, so she's in there doing that, and we're wrapping it up here with a podcast. I just want, oh, so what else did I do today? I went to the post office. I went to the bank. Post office, I was trying to send CDs to the place that sells my CDs because they were out of inventory. There are still people who are buying plastic discs to put in the slot of their machine, not to get a receipt or a piece of paper, but just to listen to music. I know. I know. I, I have to admit that I'm one of those guys. I like to get the plastic disc and then have the thing, the, 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 the content taken off of the plastic disc that I own. Then I have the disc, but I also have the digital thing inside of the computer. This should give you an idea of, I don't know how you can help me, but I'm just trying to first, just let's lay out the problem of that's who I am. Anyway, I had to send them some plastic discs so that they could put them on a shelf in their building so that when people went on the Internet and ordered a plastic disc, that then they would mail to them that they had one. And so I was sending those at the post office, and I was sending such a small quantity because it's not a lot of people, let's face it, who want to do it that way, um, that it was cheaper to send it by first-class mail than it was to send it by media mail, which now we're getting into the deep, arcane pricing structure of the United States Postal Service, where they act like there's one, there's two or three kinds of mail when it's there's one truck and one dude, and it's how much you want to pay that guy to do it, and how much how fast he's promising you to get it there. But let's face, they're not gonna, they don't just leave it. Let's drive it around on the truck. You know, when the truck gets there, they load it off the truck, no matter what you paid them to do it. Anyway. I did it. It was cheaper to do it first class. I paid, I can't even say I paid the extra money because I didn't. I paid them what it cost, and I get what I get, and I don't get upset. But anyway, if you're out there in your house clicking on the Internet trying to buy a plastic disc of me talking, it's not going to be the wait. The wait is almost over. So relax and welcome. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. Um, what else did I read on the Internet today? I guess I have time to... To talk before before I sign off and unwrap our new karaoke machine, um, it's not a karaoke machine; it's just a speaker. But I have a way that I think I can hook it up to uh, to the internet and uh, play karaoke videos off YouTube, and also sing into a microphone and have them both come out of the same speaker. That's where I'm at with my personal growth. I'm doing that now. I don't know how you're doing karaoke at your house, assuming that you are doing karaoke at your house, and if you're not, why not? Um, and if not now, when I was on the internet and I found out that it is illegal, a lot of real estate agents, it turns out are buying these drones where well, they call everything a drone now, but it's a remote controlled airplane airplane. It's like the helicopter thing that you buy at friggin' Brookstone. Now they're calling that a drone. And I feel like this is sponsored by the death drone people that they're trying to call as many things drones as possible so that, so that we don't really when you say oh, I'm against drones, the, the, then the person you're talking to will be will say, "Well, you mean you're against that Brookstone helicopter thing with a camera attached to it?" It's like, no, I'm not against that kind of drone. I'm against the kind of drone that's up so high you think it's that small thing, but it's really it's a big thing full of bombs and it blows up um, your, you know, your holiday birthday party over in some country that's not here because they think that there's a terrorist there. Which how can they tell from way up in the freaking sky? I feel like there's a lot of killing going on, 
that is where we're not making sure of who we're killing. And so we're accidentally killing. And when I say we, I don't mean you and I, because I don't think the I'm, I'm certainly not doing any killing. And if you're listening to this from your drone piloting center, you need to turn this off and concentrate on what you're doing for crying out loud, man. You're running a remote control killing machine halfway around the the earth from here, thousands of feet in the air. You think you can listen to this and give that enough attention to get the job done? I disagree. I disagree. You put you fine. If you want to listen to some speed metal or something like that, I suppose that's okay. But I would prefer that you were listening to something a little bit softer to help you relax and really focus on what you're doing because accidentally those kind of drones, I think, are accidentally killing people that aren't really guilty of anything except for going to a party. And I'm against, I'm against that. Who's for that? I don't know. Um, but these, they're calling these things drones, these little Brookstone helicopter things with a camera attached to them. Real estate agents are using them, I guess, in Iowa. That's what it said on the Internet. Real estate agents in Iowa are using them to fly over farms that are for sale, you know, so that when you go, you're saying, look, I would like to buy a farm in Iowa, but I don't have time to rent a helicopter and fly out there and go up in the sky. And I mean, those are dangerous. And look at farms. I want to do it right from at home on my Internet. I want to be able to look at sky pictures of farms in Iowa before I decide if I want to buy one. And if that's you, you're in luck because real estate agents are using those little remote control helicopters and they're calling them drones. I don't think they're even calling them drones, but the Internet is calling them drones and lawyers are calling them drones because it turns out it's illegal for people to use drones for commercial purposes. And so, first of all, those are not drones. So end of story. And second of all, even if they are drones, who really, I'm not allowed to make a sky video of my farm so people who want to buy it can look at it on the internet. That's bullshit, America. We should, we don't need to be cracking down on that. We need to let people fly around their little tiny remote helicopters and take pictures of their farms from the sky and get on with worrying about other things like legalizing marijuana. How about that? There, I said it. I feel like that's another thing. We're busy arresting people for stuff that's absurd. Like, that, we got people in jail for smoking pot and flying real estate drones over farms. Look, this is absurd. <laughs> Why don't I have my own angry talk show on Fox News? Huh? Why don't I? I'm, no, I'm, this is not rhetorical. I'm going to sit here until you email me the answer. <laughs> I'm not really going to do that. That was a joke. I think it was. I think I was being facetious. Um, anyway, this has been a fun episode. I thought it was just going to be me, but it turned out it wasn't just me. It was. It was also you, and uh, and it was my wife stopped by. There was a cameo from the UPS man. I'm getting ready to unbox this uh, speaker thing that I'm that I'm hopefully going to use in a live show. Um, a, li- a little tiny, the tiny talk show idea that I'm having with uh, Greg Barron. I'm going to call him when I'm done with this right now, and I'm going to tell him that I have this thing, and I'm fixing a floor lamp, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm almost ready. I'm going to have all the things we need to do a show in someone's garage. And uh, the next step, it's not even going to be hard to find a garage. That's not the missing ingredient. The missing ingredient, as always, I'm going to count to three, and you can guess what the missing ingredient of the live show, Tiny Talk Show, is. 
you. You're the missing ingredient. I need an audience member. And that this whole episode really is a cry for help when you think about it that way. I need you to come out to these live shows and these fun things that I'm doing. It's fun to go out and see things live. Sure, it's fun to download things from the Internet and listening and listen to them while you're piloting drones from your remote location. Or, you know, you're in your beach lifeguard stand watching people get attacked by sharks. Or even while you're fishing for sharks and you're accidentally hooking them. Or you're monitoring our transmissions from your alien spacecraft just um, outside of geosynchronous orbit. Sure, it's fun to do those things. But, you know, what is also really fun and what a lot of people, human beings, and maybe even alien beings have forgotten, is it's fun to go out and see live entertainment inside of the room with the other people who are doing the entertaining and then you are being entertained and by in that sense you are part of the show you are the missing ingredient you are key to that whole operation so please go out see a live show enjoy a live show and if you want to see a better live show laugh harder because if you laugh harder that will mean that the comedians think you're enjoying it more and then so they will become more silly and off the cup because they're under the impression that you get them and so they will really start to go for it i just told you a big secret and i know it sounded stupid and you probably weren't even really paying attention but i'm not going to repeat myself because you can rewind this and listen to it over and over or you can edit it in into a little tiny loop here's what i'm going to say this episode has been a lot of fun for me and i'm going to do more of these where it's just me talking i love talking to people i love interacting with people you know because people who need people are the luckiest people we all need each other when we're all in this together and uh I will say I enjoy I enjoy just me talking to you losing my mind by myself here in my pod pod poditorium. Um, but it was nice for my wife to stop by, and uh, one of these days I'm going to get that UPS man in here, and we're going to have a conversation about what he thinks about me. What does he think of me? What does what he what does he imagine is in all these boxes that are being delivered? For a while, it was kettlebells, and that was the UPS guy was not loving me when it was kettlebells. And then one time, it was all of the updates of the CDs and DVDs. So that was like. 30 boxes of things that I had to store in the subterranean lair. Anyway, all that happened. Thank you for listening. Um, don't give up. I say this a lot, and I'm not, I, and I hope you're t- you've taken it seriously. Obviously, if you have given up, you're not listening to this anymore. But if you have not given up, keep doing that. Keep not giving up. Go eat something delicious. Go tell someone you care about that you care about them. Um, Buy yourself a nice hat that makes you look good, but that is also a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Do those things and then come back and download the next episode of this podcast next week and see what I have to say to the people who I'm talking to on the episode or just to you. And you know what else you could do? If you enjoy the podcast, and you must enjoy the podcast if you've listened to it this far, please, could you go write a positive review on iTunes and give it a big a big rating? Because then that helps them to decide to put it in a place where people can see it and then more people will download it and listen to it and then there'll be more people who need people helping each other and the more of us there are the 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 lower the odds that any one of us will be the person who gets bit by the shark all right solid advice for tough times thanks for listening and uh 
Well, I feel bad because I'm signing off. At, uh, it's only 50 minutes, but, uh, you know, I, I, what else would I... What else would I talk? I could tell you about the custom jeans that I, when I was in, oh man, that was, I was, I was this close to wrapping it up and who, no one could forgive you if you decided to stop listening now. But if you want to stay, this is the bonus jeans that I ordered from the lawless denim company when I was in Phoenix. Uh, I was in Phoenix doing the comedy club there. And uh, I had a great time. And right at the entrance to the club, right before you go upstairs, is this custom denim place. And they were selling these uh, jeans where they had a big spool of denim. You could pick out the denim you want. There was a giant machine that they used to weave the denim. And they were going to cut the fabric and sew you these custom jeans measured to order. And I fell for it, ladies and gentlemen. Hook, line, and sinker, as they say. And... uh, while I am the person who swallowed the hook and took the bait and bought the jeans, I feel like the people who were fishing for me are the people who spit the hook or threw down the rod because I have not received these jeans in the mail. And yet I have received several phone calls from them assuring me that in just two weeks or three weeks' time that the jeans would be on their way. And they had experienced some delays, and those dummies who were messing things up were now on the job. And I hope that's the case, but I'm going to call those up those people up and i'm going to get on top of those jeans i'm i feel like you may be sorry that you kept listening now when really the bottom of the line of that jeans thing it's just such a hipster kind of wanky place where i talked to a guy with some awesome tattoos and a little kind of quirky beard you know like he 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 looked like he could have really been in on the founding of communism except he was only 28 years old and uh that's the that's the type of person that I was dealing with when I was buying these jeans. I thought, man, I might I might be old enough that I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm talking to someone who knows what they're doing. That that was the feeling I had when I bought these jeans. And I'll and I'll be honest, I fell for it. I hook, line, and sinker. I let them sell me these custom jeans as if they were going to change my life. They're the, they're the kind of jeans where they don't recommend that you wash them, right? They recommend that you just wear them forever and they develop a patina. But if they get stained, you can soak them in woolite. Not the regular woolite. There's some kind of woolite that comes in a black bottle. There's some secret black bottle hipster woolite. You know, it's like as if there's a different kind of a American Express card, right. There's some special kind of woolite that you can get that you're meant to soak these jeans in, but then you don't rub them, you don't wring them out, you soak them in the woolite, you kind of swish them around, and then you put them in the tub and just swish them around to rinse them out. Do not wring them out. Do not wring those jeans out. And then you hang them out and let them drip dry. Now, how long do you take think it takes a pair of jeans to drip dry when you do not wring them out? Let me tell you something. between the time when you decide to wash those jeans and when they're dry enough for you to put back on, you could raise a small pet to maturity. Um, Anyway, those jeans have not come. Speaking of pets that have been raised to maturity, I'm I'm ready for the jeans. I'm going to call those jeans. I'm going to unbox this speaker. I'm going to speak to Greg Barrett. I'm going to get back to you next week. Thanks again, and uh, best of luck. Who are you rooting, rooting for in the World Cup? Well, that may be over by the time you listen to this, but I don't know who. I, I think I'm. I think I'm going South America on this thing, just because uh, that's uh, South America is where they're playing the World Cup. Although I do have a friend from the Netherlands who is top notch, and uh, I really like that guy. So he's probably rooting for the Netherlands. So I guess it's hard for. It's a little hard. I'm really trying to give a shit about who wins the World Cup. And I'm 
and I'm, I'm having a tough time. It's not that I don't give a shit. It's that I'll be happy no matter who wins, which is such a girly kind of thing to say. And why would I even make it about a battle of the sexes thing? It's not really... There are plenty of girls who give a shit about who, win, who wins the World Cup. I know that. And I know that I'm not the person who's sitting next to them getting horny while they're watching the game. <sighs> Sad. I'm not that guy anymore. Did I used to be? No. I didn't used to be that guy. Hey, um, this is it. I'm really leaving now. This, this episode, I did it. You did it. We did it together. And I will see you at the nightclub. Bye-bye. Take this.